It's June 7, 2022. My name is Jimmy Van, and it's time to know your news tonight. My guest is an Emmy Award-winning sportscaster. He apparently prefers baseball in the 90s, and he's the host of, of such podcasts as The Extreme Life of Matt Hardy and Wives of Wrestling. His name is John Alba. John, how are you, man? Jimmy, I'm very excited for this uh, forewarning to your audience as we tape this i have covid so i'm trying to uh, if i end up hacking up a lung while we talk about this stuff that's why but it's also going to be because i'm going to be laughing my ass off with you i'm very <laughs> excited to do this i really appreciate you having me man absolutely you know one of the things i love about doing this is obviously i've been utilizing the fightful network and people that we know through fightful and so many people like you that i know of who i've never had the chance to really talk to or have a conversation with and now because of this i'm getting to do it and so uh, this is going to be fun, man. There's there's a, a lot of good stuff to talk about. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to tell you about 10 of the top news stories of the week that are super funny and weird. I'm going to get your reactions. I'm going to ask you questions along the way. And for any of our viewers or listeners, if you want to have your statement or question read on a future edition of any podcast in the Know Your News Network, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and your statement or question will be read on a future edition of any uh, podcast that you choose. John Alba, you ready to go? Let's do it, my friend. Let's have some fun. All right, let's start with story number 10, reported by MSN and Time Now News. So there's a 45-year-old woman, and she was attacked and killed in Sudan, unfortunately. They managed to catch the murderer. He was arrested, uh, but he was sentenced to just three years in prison. John Alba, why do you think that the sentence handed out was so light? Man, uh... <laughs> I would my first thing would be to say, oh, terrible court systems and and in a different country. I, I don't know exactly what the jurisdiction is as far as what they feel constitutes intentional murder. But that sounds like a pretty terrible story. Well, the murderer in this case was a ram. Joel, do you got the picture? Oh, there is the killer. Oh, my. Right there. They deem the owner of the ram to be innocent because the ram is the one that committed the crime. So the ram will spend three years in a military camp. And after that, it's going to be given to the victim's family in accordance with local law. And the ram's owner, because you got to remember, this is kind of like rural Sudan. Yes. The as ram's opposed to urban Sudan. As opposed to urban Sudan, right. As opposed to metropolitan Sudan. Right. The ram's owner also had to give the victim's family five cows as compensation in this situation. So are we talking very, like Wagyu here? I'm thinking like, probably not. Okay. Probably not. I think they're probably hoping for like a dairy cow or two. Probably. That's fair. That's but let fair. me ask you this. Have you ever found yourself in a situation with an animal where you were attacked or you felt like you were going to be attacked? Well, I lived in Florida for a while and I saw my fair share of gators and those, those are terrifying. They are really scary to see in person, but I actually, you mentioned at the top of this, that I host Matt Hardy's podcast and we did our becoming broken series. And we talked about the segments that they filmed with smoke and Joe Frazier, which was a live kangaroo. And he said that the kangaroo was taking legit shots at he and Jeff, and they were worried that the kangaroo was going to actually knock them out. Wow. So, so I would be terrified if I ever came face to face with an animal that is my size that could do some serious damage to me. 
Interesting. Have you seen the video that went viral where there was a kangaroo holding the dog and the guy went up to it and he gave it a right cross? Yes. Yes, I have seen it. <laughs> so that was I don't think I'd have the balls to do that. <laughs> so if that was your dog, what would you do? Would you would you like just let the kangaroo yeah, take the dog? I, mean, I guess I guess maybe maybe in in that situation, the adrenaline's pumping. You're feeling a lot tougher than you probably are. Maybe you're going for it. I just, oh man, that animals can be scary. And I'm an animal person. I love animals, but yep. I, there's a difference. It's why I prefer small dogs and medium-sized dogs because I can hold the medium-sized dog, the small dog. I can, I, they, they, they make me look intimidating. Any animal that I look intimidated by I'm generally going to avoid. <laughs> generally. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I guess, uh, you know, you, you stay away from the gators, stay away from ram. the kangaroos, stay away from the ram. Yeah. And then you'll be fine. Then you'll Not be fine. into the ram. Let's move on to story number nine. Are you an Airbnb guy? Like you do a fair bit of traveling. Do you ever rent, you know, somebody's <laughs> house when you travel? That I do. And uh, yeah, do. I've, I've used Airbnb many times. Okay, good. So then this is a story that might be of interest to you. So there's a girl named Amy. And she posted on Twitter about her Airbnb discovery. There was an Airbnb host and he was offering a nightly rental in Dublin, Ireland. And he was offering it on the cheap for only like 60 euros a night, which is about 64 US dollars a night. We know that Airbnb rentals, you know, they can be a little bit sketchy sometimes. Sure. But the website, I think the website's got a lot of trust. I think that it's got a good reputation. Any idea why that listing in Dublin, Ireland went viral? My guess would be that it's probably on some sort of cliff or something like that. Knowing Ireland's geography, there's a lot of cliffs. <laughs> I imagine it's something of that nature. Good guess. It was for a tent on a slab of concrete in a guy's backyard. Julie, do you got a picture of the listing? Okay. <laughs> Look at this listing. Do we know if it's near a cliff? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in a guy's garden. Okay. On a, keep it up there, Joel. Keep it up there for a minute. Uh, in a guy's garden on a slab of concrete. And here's where it gets a little bit more interesting. So this girl, Amy, when she saw this listing, she thought it was a joke, right? She thought someone put this up. This is fake. And, and it's a joke. So she hit up the host. The host responded to her. It wasn't a joke. And as a matter of fact, the guy said, I don't know, Joel, if you have the response that this guy gave you. Yes, look at this. The guy said, it's not a joke. However, maybe a comfortable couch in the living room is something you prefer so the guy said to this girl, he doesn't know, hey, if you don't want to sleep on the concrete slab, okay. I got a couch in my living room. You want to sleep there? Joel, can we go back to the first picture here for a quick second here? Because there was something I noticed about it. Um, notice it is discounted from 69 euros to 59 <laughs> euros. So yes. he's really trying to sell this thing here. Yes, yes. I, I, I imagine he's not getting five stars for the tent on the concrete slab. So let me ask you, you know, you said that you've done, a, you know, Airbnbs and stuff. What is the worst accommodations that you can remember having experienced? So I, I've really had, generally speaking, good Airbnb experiences, but I, I've had a few weird hotel experiences. I toured in a band and in Canada and Toronto specifically, ironically, we were playing the Elma Combo in Toronto and um, there was this hotel that we came across that there was some famous murder that happened at in the 70s or the 80s. I don't remember the name of it, but I'm like, well, you know, that probably just fits every 
motif of a horror story that you've heard and like i'm sure the hotel is fine it's it's fine it just was coincidental that a murder happened there (laughs) and we got there and i have never in my life been so afraid to sit on a bed i swear to you jimmy i could feel the vibes of i i I wouldn't have been surprised if the murder occurred in said room that i was in really felt like the 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 comforter was crawling i i did not get beneath the comforter i sat on the bed i i i can't sleep sitting up at all but i did that night boy howdy and you could like the the air conditioner was broken the radiator was broken the walls had the they had wallpaper on this hotel and it was like falling off but when you're a touring band man that's life on the road 100%. So, you got to gotta look at the price per night in a situation like that. Bingo. So sometimes you don't even end up getting a hotel. You end up staying in a frat house in Niagara Falls and <laughs> then a bug flies into your mouth in the middle of the night, which is what <laughs> happened to me. So, yeah, man, I'd say that was probably the worst lodging experience I've had. Airbnb, it hasn't been too bad, except for, man, the prices are crazy. Well, yeah. unless unless you want a tent on a slab unless of concrete in Dublin, yeah, Ireland. I mean, 59 euros is a good deal. (laughs) Fascinating. All right. Well, for these next two stories, these are deserving of their own little segment that I like to call stupid people. I'm going to say, Joel Pearl, let's go to stupid people. Stupid people is what this segment's called. People falling, people crashing, people smacked right in the balls. Silly, weird, drunk, or stoned, or chased by animals. Know your news tonight brings you the stupid people. Stupid people, stupid people, stupid people. Did Joel Joel Pearl put together that, that song? No, actually, uh, uh, a fellow that uh, does stuff for me named Patrick put that okay. together. One of my video editors, gotcha. and and Trevor Strong, who did the stupid people song for uh, for Feifel, gotcha. got him got him to do that. So this next one, so this is reported by uh, Riverfront Times, story number eight. I was debating whether to include this story because this is not a funny story, and this podcast is usually all about humor, and so I was debating, but this was so stupid. And so tone deaf that I just decided, you know what, I have to because it's just so dumb. So the current sheriff of Monroe County, Illinois, the guy's name is Neil Rolfing. And he announced on his Facebook page that he is doing a raffle to support his reelection bid, right? Looking to raise some capital for his uh, for his reelection campaign. The announcement was posted less than 24 hours after the Uvalde uh, mass shooting at, uh, at the school in Uvalde, Texas. This is an easy one, I think, John. What was he raffling off? Uh, was he raffling off an AR-15? Pretty close. Joel, put up the picture. Oh. Uh, might be hard to see there. So he, he's raffling off a Smith & Wesson 556. What is people? Yep. A Smith, Smith & Wesson 556 caliber AR pistol and a Glock 43 9mm pistol. Less than 24 hours after the Uvalde shooting, he posted this raffle. Now... Him and his campaign, they tried to defend it by saying, well, that was a scheduled post, right? Come on. Like, like it's not possible to take down a scheduled post. It was just completely tone deaf. And here's another sad fact about this. So as you can imagine, a lot of the feedback on Facebook was very negative to this guy putting this up. But there were actually people that responded asking where they could buy tickets. Of course there are. That sounds about right. Welcome to America. Well, 
like I said, I was debating whether to put that story in here because it's not a funny story, but it was so stupid. I had to do it. This next one, story number seven, goes the other way. This is reported by the Jamaica Observer. I asked you earlier if you've ever been attacked by uh, animals. What are your feelings on animals in general? Like, have you ever had a pet? Have you gone to the zoo? Yeah, no, you... no I love I love animals. I, I very much exude small dog dad energy. Oh, so. you do? Okay. I mean, yeah, I, I think you could look at me and say that guy probably owns a Bichon Frise, and you'd be right. So, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a zoo attendant at the Jamaica Zoo, and he decided to do something really, really stupid. It involved a lion in a cage, John. Any idea what the zoo attendant decided to do? I think I saw this. Actually. Did you? I think I did. And I saw what happened as a result of it. All right, Joel, put up the video and I'll talk over it. So this is from the Jamaica Observer. Here's yes. this guy. He decided to pester the lion by running his fingers through the cage while the crowd of at least 15 people were watching. It was the end of a tour. And you see here what happened. He's trying to impress the visitors. The lion got a hold of his finger. Ugh. Look at this. Uh, uh. Got a hold of his finger. The guy's pushing his feet against the cage to try to get it off. Eventually, he got loose. The lion took off uh, like half of his finger. He took off apparently like past the first joint of the finger. And here's, here's where it's a little bit more interesting, I guess. So this guy gets up, brushes himself off, gets into a car, leaves. Somebody from the Jamaica Observer, they reach out to a representative at the zoo up to get their feed with their comments on the story. This representative has no clue that this has even happened. So then the Jamaican observer reaches out to the police and they talk to a police official. They got no clue that this happened. Nothing was reported. I think this guy felt so stupid. As he should. He, yeah, yeah. That he kept it to himself, even though there's, there's video footage clear as day as to what happened. So... Have you ever had a memorable experience with an exotic animal? You talked about the Hardys with the kangaroo. Have you ever found yourself in a situation with an exotic animal no, or a wildcat or something? Have, I can't say I have, but like I said, and, and you would be on golf courses in Florida and you just see a giant gator just slowly crawling along the 17th green. And you hit a ball there. <laughs> like, you, you, you don't want to go hit that ball out of the trap because – you're, you're you're taking the double par there because you don't want to get anywhere near those things. Even though they don't move fast, you get caught in their track. That's it. I oh, just, sure. Yeah. I, I, I have seen several gators in person. And actually, I should say this, too. I lived in Maine for three years, and I've seen my fair share of moose. Okay, and, yeah. And moose... They're massive. They're huge. Yes. As the locals would tell me, you could get 400 pounds of meat for a winter from a moose. Yes. And the, the, you know, I worked in a newsroom. So you would hear on the police scanner, hey, we've got a whatever the code number is, which is like a car versus moose. And if the person is lucky enough to survive, because a lot of times that's not what happened. But if they're lucky enough to survive, the next question out of the officer's mouth to the person is, would you like to keep it? And then they have to arrange transportation and bring it to the butcher shop and they eat their roadkill. Right. Interesting. I saw so, it. It might have been the Pat McAfee interview that Brock Lesnar did. That might have been the interview where Pat McAfee asked him, have you ever been afraid of anything? Because Brock, obviously, not only is he big and he can take care of himself, whatnot, but he's also a huntsman. 
And Brock said, I was hunting moose. I came around a corner and a bull moose was getting ready to charge at me. And even a guy the size of Brock Lesnar knew I'm fucked if this thing like comes at me. Yeah. So, but he was lucky that the thing stopped and I think Brock was able to shoot it. But uh, yeah, moose are not something to mess with whatsoever. I'm totally with you on that one. Yeah, they they are scary creatures. And I just, <laughs> it is so main when they're like, yeah, you want to keep it? You want to? <laughs> hey, to your family meat. for the whole year. Get yourself, get yourself some meat for the winter, yes, sir. Like, okay. <laughs> All right, let's go into story number six, reported by Devin Live. Are you into food delivery services like Uber Eats? I have used them. You have used them? Do you have any memorable stories, good or bad, from an order that you did with one of those services? I mean, there's been a few instances where things take a lot longer than they should. Right. I'm sure we've all experienced that, right? Mm -hmm. Have you ever had it show up and there's something missing? Maybe the bag's no, open when it gets there. I've yet to have that, thankfully. I've yet okay, to good, good. Well, there's a pizza shop owner in the UK. His name is Connor Calland, and he owns a shop called Ebor Cybus Pizza. And he was contacted by a British food delivery app called Deliveroo. And he was told that, hey, the customer that put an order through with you a couple of days ago, they didn't get their order, and so we're issuing them a refund. Well, this guy checked with his staff. And his staff said, oh, no, 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 They got their order. Their order went out. John Alba, what did Mr. Connor Cowlin do next? Hmm. I would check the security tape. That's a good one. He drove to the address and he went through their garbage bins looking for oh. the containers. Joel, you got the picture? There's the guy there with a slice of pizza that he found. Oh. In the garbage. He found the proof that he needed. He knocked on the door to confront them. The guy's roommate answered, and he said the guy was at work. So Mr. Callan, he left a heated message and basically said, this is, this is what happened. The culprit emailed him, apologized, asked for forgiveness, and Deliveroo, they still issued the refund to the guy because they said, I don't know, this is in line with their policy or something. So they still issued the refund. Wow. So so the guy posted about it on uh, on his Facebook page. And after all of that, uh, Deliveroo decided not to take their commission on the order in the end. But can you imagine? So this guy knowingly got the order, ate the food, dumped the bins in his garbage can, then told uh, the I'm sure that's didn't not get the it. first time that's happened. I'm sure people have done that a ton. And it's grimy and not cool, but I'm sure people have done that. Well, have you ever been victimized by any kind of a scam? It could be anything. It could be a social media complaint. I mean, you've got a big social media presence. Have you ever been victimized by any kind of a scam where you took matters into your own hands? I've had a few Nigerian princes reach out to me asking for money. But oh, I thought you were going to say they told you that you're a billionaire. <clears throat> or, or, well, yeah, I join. If I join their regime, then I become a billionaire. But, hmm. Have I ever been part of a scam? There's been a few times that I've been, I've linked up with people and halfway through what we're doing, I realize, okay, you know, these might be scammers. So I, I cut ties with them immediately, but outright, I don't think knock on wood, I've been victimized. Oh, good, good. Fingers Some on that one. Somebody close to me just got caught by, uh, by you know, the income tax thing where they sure. say, hey, if you want your refund, he just got caught by that a couple of days ago. So hmm. it can happen to anybody. All right, let's go into story number five, reported by The Smoking Gun. What is your favorite type of cuisine? Asian cuisine. Asian cuisine, all right. And do you like Mexican? I like Mexican, too. Mm -hmm. All right, well, you probably don't like it as much as this guy. 
So there's a 29 year old man out of St. Petersburg, Florida, because seems like they're always in Florida. And yeah, this guy's you, name. You, you are kidding, brother. Oh, yeah, so and you know, right? Because like you're, yeah, you know. I'm in St. Pete. St. Pete's <laughs> a weird place. Go on. Well, this guy's name is Kenneth Gray, and he jumped a fence at a Mexican restaurant. He tripped a silent alarm. When the police showed up, they found him sitting near an outdoor bar with his pants open and his genitals exposed. Mm-hmm. They asked him, uh, what are you doing? John Alba, what was his explanation? Well, first off, this sounds like an, just another Tuesday in St. Petersburg, Florida. But uh, <laughs> well, do we know the restaurant, by the way? Do we know what the name of the restaurant was? No, I didn't. I don't have the All name right. of it here. No. I was just curious. Maybe I've been there. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> What were you doing uh, uh, one night? Did you trip a silent alarm, John? Uh, no, nor did I expose myself. Let's see. What was his excuse? Um, I would say that he just really wanted a margarita. He said he was chanting and cleansing himself spiritually. Joel, do you have his mugshot? There's the guy right there. That looks like Florida man. <laughs> chanting and cleansing himself spiritually. He was detained. He was charged with loitering and prowling, which is a misdemeanor. And he was ordered to stay away from the restaurant. So, John Alba, honest question. Choose to answer it if you want. Have you ever been in trouble with the law? Not seriously. Like I, I've gotten speeding tickets before, but no, I, I don't believe I've ever seriously had any issues with the law. I one time got pulled over for going 38 miles an hour in a 35 mile an hour zone. That was something. seriously. Oh, and I got hit with a ticket, had to go to court. It was uh, it was a whole thing. You're going three miles an hour over the speed. Limit. Wow. That guy, maybe he was trying to fill his quota for the day. I think that's exactly what it was. Uh-huh. And I was told that they would waive the, the ticket and everything because it was ridiculous and then i got in front of the judge and the judge was like uh no actually i feel like giving you a ticket i was like okay so that's the extent of the amount of trouble i've been in with the law but right but you so you had to pay the ticket i had to pay the ticket and the court appearance fee wow wow all that over like how much was it uh the ticket was like 200 bucks oh gee, okay that's no three, joke three miles an hour over the speed limit wow wow okay was this in florida this was in jersey in Jersey. Okay, police officer in Jersey. You'll never see this, but if you do, how dare you? How dare you? <laughs> all right. Well, how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> We're in the home stretch. Uh, after this, go to knowyournews.com or youtube.com slash knowyournews for our after show called 321, where John and I are going to talk about the final three news stories of the week. And again, go to kynchat.com, leave a contribution of any size, and you can get your statement or question read on the future edition of any podcast in the Know Your News Network. Let's go to story number four. This is reported by the, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Kemer Times in Cambodia. So you've got a social media presence, obviously, John. Unfortunately. <laughs> Be honest with me. Are you a selfie guy? Like, do you, you know, if you no, come across- I, actually, I feel very uncomfortable taking selfies. Okay. And what about, I don't mean necessarily with somebody else. Like, what if you are in an interesting place or you see something interesting? Is your first reaction, I got to pull out my phone and put this on social media? No, so I'm actually a very big like live in the moment person, and that's why I host the podcast with Matt Hardy, of course. But I, um, I, I generally, especially with like concerts and stuff, I've got a rule that I don't like to take pictures. I don't like to take videos. I might take one picture just to document that I was there. But right, that's it. So if it's traveling to places, I might take one picture, but I like to try to live in the moment. 
good. See, I'm the same. I'm the same. I'm I'm not a big social media guy. And my son's birthday was just was just yesterday. My wife said, "Hey, did you take pictures when we said happy birthday or video?" I said, "No." Did you know? It's because we're both too busy living paying attention. Yes, yeah. I I'm with you. Exact same thing. So the Ministry of the Environment in Cambodia, they are urging people to stop picking a certain plant after photos emerge on social media of people taking selfies with it. And the ministry said that this plant is on the endangered species list and you're wasting it by picking it for a picture and then discarding it. Uh, John Alba, what is so unique about this plant that people are taking selfies with it? Hmm. Does it change colors based on like the angle that they're taking it like i don't know like from one maybe the way the light hits it, it like I, i'm trying to i can't think of anything else or or does it like look like somebody like does it look like jimmy van i don't know <laughs> uh okay i guess that depends on who you ask if that would be a rock maybe right the plant looks like a penis joel do you have the picture look at that john Basically, it looks like a penis. It is a rare plant called the oh, Nepenthes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see it right there. The other one I didn't see it as much. In, yeah, no, <laughs> no, <I see> it. <laughs> it's called the Nepenthes holdani. It grows in high elevations in Western Cambodia. It's carnivorous, so it captures and devours insects. Uh, but of course, who cares about the environment, John? Who cares if this thing is endangered? Because I want to take a picture. I want to take a selfie and put it on social media, right? It's all about likes and follows, right, John? So it is a... It is a hungry, penis-like plant. Correct. Wow, yeah. so that's a lot to process there. Yep, Joel, put up one of those again. Put up one of the good ones. Yeah, let's let's see that. Yeah, here. look at that. Look at that. And remember you were talking about does it change color? I mean, she's got two different colored ones right there. She does. Well, you know, ultimately at the at the end of the day, Jimmy, it's not about the size, it's not about what it looks like, it's about what you do with it. And I guess you have to leave these alone. <laughs> yes, leave these alone. What is the greatest length that you have ever witnessed somebody? Maybe not you because you said you're not a big selfie person. What's the greatest length that you have witnessed somebody go just to get that perfect? Selfie? I thought you were going to ask about penises. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> for this. That might be another podcast. That might be another. That sounds more like a Sean Ross Sapp podcast. But um, man, what what's the greatest length I've seen people to get a take to get a selfie? Um, I one time went to a rock show and i saw a fan run on stage to try to snap a selfie with one of the bands they weren't even the headline band they were some like midline opening act and security just swallowed them up so they, i mean they didn't crowd surf on the stage they ran onto the stage and tried to get up there and security like tackled them so i said was it really worth it i don't know you hear these stories sometimes about, you know, some girl will stand on a cliff for a selfie yeah. and fall to their death. The influencers. Yeah. And I, I just think to myself, you've got 10,000 photos on your social media. You know what I mean? This is just another one and you're going to risk your life. It's unbelievable I, I, to me. I, just, I don't get it. I don't get the selfie thing. I also have a problem where I smile wildly and consistently in every single picture that I take. So I just, I don't, I don't do the selfie thing very much. That's a good choice. That's a good choice. All right. Well, I want to thank John Alba for joining us. Uh, tell the people what you're doing and where they can find you. Yeah, man, you can find me uh, in a lot of places. 
As you said, I'm the host of the Extreme Life of Matt Hardy and the Lives of Wrestling podcast. In addition, I host like 10 plus shows on adfreeshows.com and I'm doing a whole bunch of interviews every which way with a whole bunch of pro wrestling talent. And you can find me on social media at John Alba, J-O-N-A-L-B-A, lose the H because H's are for losers. So how do you need it? I appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. This is fun. This is a little different. Do something outside the box. That'll do it for KYN tonight. Head on over to knowyournews.com for our after show 321, where we'll talk about the final three news stories of the week. John, this is fun, man. We'll do it again. Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's do it.